0: So there's so much hypocrisy and misunderstanding on both sides. And I come from a, a
1: mixed background. My mother was Republican. My dad was a Democrat. <laughs> I just want people to be more informed. I want them to turn off cable news. When Once you study history,
0: you realize you've seen all these things that have happened before and they play out and you no. realize this is nothing new.
1: Well, hello. It is November 7th of 2020, and we just had our election, and today Joe Biden was, I guess, announced, I don't think it's certified yet, but announced to be the winner... For the presidential race and there is a lot of tension because some people are very, very happy about that and some people are very unhappy about that. So Kimber and I thought it would be a good idea to talk about how to move forward from here. Um, how do we get along? How do we get along when the country's so divided and people have such different opinions of how things should be going in our country, um, right? Yeah,
0: I agree. Um, I got a text from somebody who was uh, who was very happy about the outcome of the election, and he said, "Oh, happy days are here again." And I said, "Well, I wouldn't go that far <laughs> because yeah. we have a lot of uh, we have a lot of work to do." And uh, like I was telling you earlier, Kelly, it's like, how do I? I want to be able to talk to my friends again freely about like who I voted for. Uh, and I almost feel like I'm afraid to tell anybody because if I, you know, I bought this shirt showing the person that I voted for, on it, and I I didn't want to wear it because I felt like I was, you know, going to get like a lot of hostility either way, you know, and I shouldn't have to feel like I'm afraid to let people know who I voted for. So now it's like, um, I'm, I wanted to talk about that because uh, I think that it's something our... Um, the people in America, we need to to work at that because we're such a divided country, don't you think?
1: Yeah, I think I think the issue with that is just for the record, I'm not happy either way. So I wasn't going to be right. happy. I already accepted that I wasn't going to be happy with the result because I feel like I feel like we have an older generation that is in control of our government and they are not familiar with the changes with technology and how the world has changed. Um, Mm -hmm. so I feel like they're trying to govern, like it's 1950 or 1970 or, you know, 50 years ago. And it doesn't, those rules don't work now. Those, those laws, those rules, those, those, uh, trade Mm -hmm. deals don't work anymore because it's a different world than we live in. And I do think both, you know, I think Donald Trump had some, some good ideas, but I think he was, you know, very divisive in his behavior and all that, you know, was was embarrassing for the country. And then Joe Biden, I feel like he's still stuck in the past and he did some, he made some bad decisions in the past. So I'm not happy. Right. <laughs> with, that well, said, um, with that said, I feel like the problem is bigger. I feel like we're like two sporting teams, like people picked mm-hmm. a side. Mm -hmm. And what irritates me more than anything, I can have a conversation with a Republican, Mm -hmm. someone very strongly in support of Donald Trump, or I Mm -hmm. can have a a conversation with someone who's very much a Democrat. Mm -hmm. And I am fine as long as they know what they're talking about. They've done their research and they know what these parties stand for. But when I lose my patience is, you know, I had a liberal friend last week or maybe the week before, I think it was last week. Um, We were on the phone and she was going on and on and on about Donald Trump, the orange man, the Cheeto, the, I just want him out. I don't care. And I was trying to talk to her and say, well, you know, but Joe Biden, blah, blah, blah. You know, he's done some bad things too. Aren't you willing to look at that? And at least it's a conversation that's private. It's not public. Okay. You don't want to say anything public about him, but like, do you understand the things he's done wrong? And she got angry at me and hung up on me and, you know, I messaged her and said, you know, you owe me an apology because I was out of line. And she claims that I was talking over her um, because I was trying to, you know, get a word in edgewise while she was beating up on Donald Trump. And I'm fine if you don't like Donald Trump and all, and, and all the reasons that we should, you know, you might not like him. But not just the way he looks, or just that he said some rude things. There are there are things that are much greater and bigger reasons to not like Donald Trump. Which there's reasons to not like all politicians, and so that's for me. I am having a hard time. I'm struggling with respecting people who just don't like one of the candidates because the way they look, the way they talk. You know, with people are saying Joe Demi- Joe um, Biden has dementia. Mm -hmm. And he may well have, but we don't know that for sure. So all of the assumptions and then um, the voter fraud, they're talking about voter fraud. That may be true, but we don't have proof yet. So why jump to conclusions and start threatening to shoot people that disagree with you? Because we think maybe the other team cheated. Let's let it. We play should never threaten to shoot people
0: over an election. Well, anyway. Yeah,
1: that is a really good point. <laughs> you got a really good point there. Um, so anyway, so that for me, I'm really struggling with uh, maintaining these friendships with people that I don't respect. Well, that's. That's one thing. That's a, that's a Kelly thing with her
0: friends. But I'm talking about the whole in society in general. I feel like that we've gone to the extreme of where, you know, I grew up around a lot of Republicans because I grew up in Orange County when I feel like, you know, the party was a little bit more, um, they were much more even keel and conservative in a lot of ways. But I know how I grew up a lot of, around a lot of Republicans. So I knew that side of, I know that side of the world and I live near Hollywood. So Uh, I'm around a lot of liberals. So I know, I feel like I can understand both worlds. You know, I'm not one of those people that always takes a hard line because of Mm -hmm. a party. You know, I kind of look at both, both things, but I don't ever remember. And my mom, and I come from a a mixed background. My mother was Republican. My dad was a Democrat. (laughs) So I know how, uh, I know how to get along with the other side, but it was never treated like the other side, like it is now, Mm -hmm, it's like mm war, you know? Mm -hmm. And uh, after the election, which is pretty much over now, uh, I wanna be able to, to...
1: If you like our videos, go ahead and click on like and subscribe. We really appreciate it, thanks. For all of us to get along, you know, because that
0: side is not going away, we're not going away, no one's going away, <laughs> right. so I feel like we should learn how to live with each other and talk about things civilly. Without start, you know, I know sometimes things get heated, but uh, that's my my, bit, my That's my beef.
1: Well, I think the difference is from when you grew up, and you know, the that you've been exposed to both parties mm-hmm, and both mm-hmm. um, value systems mm-hmm. is they were so similar back then mm-hmm. and life was so good for everyone well i don't want to say that's not true that's really not yeah, true that's true um, i mean that's but, not but true but it right. was it was painted out to be like um other voices weren't heard people that's well true. there was civil unrest in the 60s and yeah. 70s and that's true there's, so there's always been, been civil unrest yeah yeah but my stepfather and, said
0: that when you came injustice. out here in the, yeah But the difference is what you're probably trying to say is that when, like my stepfather, when he came out here from uh, Vermont in the 70s, he said jobs were plentiful. They were throwing them out like candy. You know, times were better economically for
1: most people. There's always been a a group
0: that it's not been good for. Yeah, and I
1: think that's why right now. Well, and the world has changed so much technology has changed how we do things mm-hmm. and you know there's it, losing jobs you know mm-hmm. we're losing more jobs because of technology and um you know the oil industry we're changing going to a more green uh, renewable mm-hmm. energy and that's a loss of jobs for people who know that industry and they don't want to learn something new they don't you know that's if true. you're in your 50s you don't want to be told i'm sorry your your job is obsolete mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. you have to learn something new and andrew yang talks about that um mm-hmm. people you know in your 50s you don't want to go to back to college or you learn a, a new trade so what do we do with those people but i think um i did have a really good conversation with a uh Uh, heavy Trump supporter. I mean, she's, she's all about Trump and the DOP and she raises funds for the um, Mm -hmm. Republicans. And we, we have very good conversations and we listen to each other. And she's educated me on why the people that are in the coal industry are afraid of losing their jobs because, you know, what, what are they going to do? What's a man in his 50s going to do if he loses his job or he's up for, um, you know, retirement, he's waiting out for retirement and then he loses all of his pension you know, if, if the coal industry dies out or uh, the company closes. So I understand that, but I feel like a little bit there are groups that are holding us back. And I explained to her, I said, well, if they had that attitude when they invented the steam engine, mm-hmm. you know, or let's say, you know, cars, automobiles. Um, if people fought to keep driving horses and buggies because they don't want automobiles for all the reasons that, you know, they come up with why they wouldn't. Mm mm-hmm. And we would never progress and that's just not going to happen.
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: it's not possible to stop progress really. So I feel like a little bit, that's some of the friction is there's a, there's half of us are holding us back, just mm-hmm. refusing to move forward. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and I also think there's the difference between the lifestyle in a big city and a mm-hmm. small town. Mm-hmm. So it's, almost like two different worlds and the priorities are very different. And um, when you see the election, the way it panned out, it was like all the, the uh, mm-hmm. outside
0: of the big cities voted for uh, Trump Republican. And it was the major metropolitan cities yeah. mostly voted for Biden. Yeah, So it's just like the map.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And that's why we have to really examine and, whoever comes up with the solution is going to be the, you know, the hero of the century um, because we have to figure out how to mend and meld both ways of life together because they're both important. Mm -hmm. The people that live in the big cities, you know, I, I'm here in Wyoming. It's a very conservative state. I'm in Mm -hmm. a small town and, you know, What I'm seeing is, you know, I had uh, one of the local, one of the state politicians, and he won his race, um, tell me that people in Los Angeles are very lazy. And he said, look at all the homeless people. And so that just shows he, he really believed that. And I was... I said, no. I said, the homeless people are there because they come from all over the country because it's warm weather. They're not going to come here. Mm-hmm. It's, we have snow and winter. And I said, that's no, true. that's why everybody goes to the warm weather. So we've got all the, in California, they've got all the homeless people. And those people aren't lazy. The people that live in California, they are the biggest hustlers I've ever met because it's so expensive to live there. They're working two and three jobs. Exactly. So you are so off base to think. And, you know, he's ca- saying the liberals are lazy. And, it was just it's frustrating that people don't understand the other way and then you know when i came to wyoming and i have friends that are against guns and hunting and you know and i see You know, I've had conversations with friends about uh, meat. In fact, we did a podcast about that Mm -hmm. eating meat. I'm like, well, you go to the grocery store and buy meat. It's it's if you hunt and kill your meat and eat it, it's actually better for you anyway. So that's the same thing. So there's so much hypocrisy and misunderstanding on both sides that I wish we would talk more. I don't know that we're always going to agree on things because, like I said, I think I think half of the country is just holding us back from moving forward. Um, And in the past, sometimes that was a good thing because we don't want to move forward too fast. We want to move at a slower pace, but now it's getting to the point that there, you know, there's people threatening, threatening violence and that's not. And we we talked about this a little bit
0: too. Um, how, like, for instance, on Facebook, how a lot of my friends will say, I don't want to have anybody that um, voted for Trump be on my Facebook page or, and then vice versa. Right.
1: Um,
0: and I just think that's, for me personally, that's not the way I want to go because I want to hear what people are saying. I want to have, be able to understand why they feel yeah. this way. Because if you always are surrounded in your little bubble, and I know we talked about this too before, yeah. then you, like, you're just surprised when things happen because you were in your little <laughs> bubble, like, you know, wait,
1: wait a minute, I not know what this- happened, yeah. you know?
0: And so, uh, I have a lot of friends that, you know, if you voted for this person, I don't want you to. You know, I'm I'm not accepting you as my friend anymore on Facebook, for instance, yeah. and I, I don't agree to, uh, with that. But for me personally, I have friends both liberal and uh, and conservative because uh, yeah, uh, I enjoy talking to people from different parts. That's another thing. I enjoy talking to people from different parts of the world. I've always been that way, not just the world, but our country. You know, like I enjoy meeting people from Texas, and I I I some of those people in the south are like the most down to earth give you the shirt off their back what they say they're going to do something they do it you know and I really just like it when people paint people from the south of the country as country bumpkins because we have some of the most wonderful people you know (laughs) that have um that are well educated and I don't like that stereotype so you know you're going to find in um uneducated people in all walks everywhere everywhere. yeah yeah so that's my little plug for people from the south (laughs)
1: Well, And really all over the country. I mean, we all, you know, there are so many different factions and different ways of life. But, you know, the, uh, the other argument is, uh, with universal basic income, they're saying it'll make people lazy. I work with lazy people, and they collect their paycheck. They show up for work when they feel like it, but they get their paycheck and they think that they can look down on someone that they consider lazy, who would be, you know, whatever happy with the universal basic income. And it's, again, I think we are a very immature nation. I think we we are a lot of damaged people, um, damaged and immature and people who are not self-aware and not looking. I, I really think, and I think Marianne Williamson is having a great impact, um, in her, her speeches. And I think she started a podcast now Mm -hmm. um, in reaching out to people and telling us look in the mirror like stop worrying about what everyone else is doing and what somebody else got that you didn't get or your tax money went here or there um you know another issue is the health care the medicare for all you and i have done a podcast on that and it's ridiculous that this country does not have medicare for all and the only reason we don't have it is because people don't understand it they're Mm -hmm. arguing and saying the government you know government-run health care is not is wouldn't be good it wouldn't be efficient um, well, the military is government run, and you're pretty happy with that. So why That's can't we true. take some of that money and use it for Medicare for all, which would not be government run, it would be paid for by the government, mm-hmm. but it would still be private, um, you know, doctors, we, the government wouldn't be hiring doctors and, you know, building hospitals, it would all still be private industry, private business, just the government pays for it instead of the insurance companies. Mm-hmm. So i, I Again, that's my frustration—is with people that don't educate themselves, and they don't want to hear it. They don't want to read an article. They want to listen to the news on cable, and let that person tell them what to think and tell them what's going mm-hmm. on. And I just think that's our biggest problem, and why we're not getting along. Right.
0: There's a lot of misinformation um, uh, in the media for sure, and uh, I know people overuse this word a lot, but it's we are so tribal. You know, it's like you're you're my tribe a liberal tribe and you're my conservative tribe and never shall the twain meet, you know? And so, um, I would like to see a little bit more. Like well, like
1: teams. I I call it like a sporting event. We mm-hmm. become like two sporting mm-hmm, teams mm-hmm. and your team must win. Mm-hmm. And you don't care if the people on your team have done bad things. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. you know, we do that with our, our our sports heroes too. There are sports heroes That's who have true. been convicted of domestic violence and dog fighting and we still accept them and go and cheer for them because we don't care what bad things they do we just want our team to win we mm-hmm, want the best mm-hmm. man on our team and i think that shows a lack of um uh principle i really do and i think i think our country is um kind of lost i think we're trying to find our way uh, we got lost we're using religion and patriotism as a way to you know show that we are worth worthy Mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. if we feel like we don't have anything else and we're using it as a blanket i think our politicians use it too you know they wear their little flag pin Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. they're doing awful things and killing people in other countries and um -hmm. you know so we're using these symbols to excuse ourselves from the bad things that we're doing and i think as individuals we're also doing the same thing Mm -hmm. Um, we're not going out and killing people but we're using these symbols you know, as a blanket of honor. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, so uh, what would you say we're trying
0: to, how would you like to see us in the future? What's the outcome of all this?
1: For me, and I am always ranting and raving on uh, social media about it. I just want people to be more informed. I want them to turn off cable news. I do not want. I don't want people to turn that TV on. Get on the internet. Get on YouTube. Start watching lectures. Uh, learn more about philosophy, history. Our, it's a mighty tall brains, order. <laughs> well, I I want people to stretch their brain because I feel like, as a society, corporations are are you know hiring more and more people and we become robotic. We become robots. Your boss tells you what to do, what time to come in, what time what to wear, when you go to the bathroom, when you can eat. And so we just have become obedient robots. And we're not thinking for ourselves. And then we're tired. We go home. We just want to watch TV and let the then the TV's telling us what to think and how we should be living our lives. And I think people have just become very vulnerable and susceptible to that kind of programming, it's kind mm. of a brainwashing thing, and we're becoming more cult-like. We've got our, our patriotic political cults. Mm. Um, instead of thinking, wait a minute, you know, why is this? Why is that? How would this work if we did this? And we've just accepted so you know, when they talk about socialism versus capitalism, capitalism has a lot of weaknesses and it fails without socialism stepping in. But boy, is socialism scary too. We like, we don't want, although, you know, socialism, we have a lot of socialism, but we don't want government control, which is what people mix up with communism. But we don't want to have that either because we want to have our freedoms and we want, but our freedoms are being taken away more and more and more. And, you know, people that are concerned about wearing a mask, but they're not concerned about the government spying on all of us and keeping our records and could possibly frame politicians later to get the, and maybe they're doing it now to get them to do what they want so that is a greater assault on our freedom than telling you you need to wear a mask for a couple months and i also so. think that you brought up a
0: point about being educated i think if people more educated in general and had more critical thinking when they hear really off the wall conspiracy theories they would think now, does this make sense? I mean, on a very human, mm-hmm. basic, make sense mm-hmm. level. Is this really possible? I mean, and not just accept it because that's what seems to be happening a lot with people in conspiracy theories. They accept it without even, and then it builds and builds and builds yeah. it on the internet. And then you've got this whole movement and you're just thinking, how could that even have happened? You know? Well,
1: that's cause they I'm always thinking. start with a grain of truth. And even, you know, our newscasters, our cable news people. Whether it's Sean Hannity or Hannity or Rachel Maddow, um, they're always telling—they're telling you the truth. They're just leaving other things out, mm-hmm. and so then these conspiracy theories start with something based on truth, mm-hmm. um, and then it grows, and people—you know—then it gets exaggerated, and people add to it. Parts that aren't true that haven't been proven let's put it that way that haven't been proven and and, and then we refer back to there's a lot of conspiracy theories that have been proven true so that's why you know the flat earth thing i guess is the easiest one to debunk right And, and the most crazy one yeah but you know people get convinced because how if you're unless you've been out in a spaceship and seen that the earth is round how can we prove that so if you're only going by what's proven and you think that we you know the earth is flat but um i also think that in general our education and i know this is
0: getting overplayed a lot too it's just science i know that people are getting upset because people are always saying they're throwing science around so much but just basic uh, educational principles that we all grew up with they're getting debunked you know unless i can see it you know and sometimes, you know, you just know because of all the the, the, the
1: science classes you've taken, physics, you know. Yeah, uh, but see, I think that's dangerous too because things change. They, they, they start oh yeah, new well, things, and, and they do debunk the past. What was well, science always doesn't. Isn't it's always true. Well, it's never true. So, it's never, it's yeah. never static. It always because there was a time when they believed the Earth was flat, and everybody oh, course, believed it, and it course. was accepted because there was no greater proof. So as we as we evolve and learn more, we have to be open. I think the the more important thing is having an open mind and being willing to change what you believe with new information, of course. but it's got to be validated and sure. science can validate things. But sure. even scientists admit and it, that it's not always a fact. We're always have to be open. Well, to- the definition of science is that it's never static. It's always
0: changing because yeah. you're always having to do new tests and new theories and yeah. con- you know stuff that was true 50 years ago gets changed yeah. within 30 years because then they're going to do even whatever Einstein did, there's new proven theories after that that get tested and yep. they find out, Oh, he was, yeah. he, he did the best he could with the information that he had. Then yeah. it gets
1: tested and tested. So, but, but I think what backs up what you're saying is that people are not, they're not even studying science right to know all the facts. They're just, again, they're listening to cable news hosts and they're telling them what to believe and what to think, and they're not going and doing their own research. Because once you start doing your own research, things get a lot easier and it does take time. Um, but I try to tell people, I say, you know, turn off the televisions and stop watching silly reality show TV and watch a documentary because that can be just as interesting. And that is reality show, a reality show. It's a documentary, but it's true. And, you know, history is fascinating. I I once had a friend that said, you know,
0: uh, I don't want, he had little kids, and he was like, I don't want my kids being history majors. And I was like, but history is so important. That's the other thing that I think in America, we don't, we don't value history as much because we're a a newer country. And when, once you study history, you realize you've seen all these things that have happened before, and they play out, and you realize this is nothing new. This happened you know yep. in the 15th century this happened in the 17th century so that's the reason that's another educational gap we have is that people you know we're still always concerned about making money tech jobs tech jobs but we don't think about about learning about science and history because that's what yeah. bases a, lo- a lot of things are based on that
1: yeah yeah so, and like you said we're we're repeating this history over and over we're just mm-hmm. calling it naming it different things mm-hmm. and it kills me when people think you know this is it we're, they're fighting for the capitalist system and it's never going to change. And this is the best we can ever do. And it's gotten more people out of poverty and it, it and all of that is true, but can't we keep improving on it? Can't we, sure. we have throughout all of history, all these years, we've what if the caveman just said, we invented the wheel. That's the best we can do. We're done. Right. You know, right. <laughs> you know, that's silly. And it, it's, again, it's childish. It's immature. It's people that aren't, don't want change. Um, and they're holding on and, and keeping us in the past, but we can't, and we will, we can, and most we generations
0: will. don't want change because, you know, it's really good for them. And then, you know, but things yeah. always change and we have to go with the flow convenience always, uh, trumps, whatever we want to do. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. It's like the internet. Yeah.
0: That, you know, yeah. So. Well, because
1: change me, you know, change takes effort. Mm-hmm. And it takes effort on everyone's part, part. I mean, even when the internet changes, you know, you get you, you, you get that notification, you got to update your system or something. And you're like, oh no, now I got to learn how to do this all over. So it's <laughs> human nature not to like change, but then, and I'm a good one at that because I hate it when I get system updates and I'm like, Ugh! and then I yeah. do it. And then in a couple of weeks I'm going, oh, I can do this now and I can do this now. And I, then I'm enjoying it and I'm glad yeah. I was, but if I had not been forced to do it, I probably wouldn't have. So Thanksgiving is coming up.
0: And even though it's going to be smaller gatherings, I am going to have a little family gathering of under 10 people. And I want it to go back to the good old days when it didn't turn out to be a slug fest or that I was afraid to bring up some political thing without it turning into a big, you know? So um,
1: do you have any advice for me? (laughs) Um, I'm probably the worst one because I'm I'm Like, you know, like I said, I, I think instead of focusing on trying to agree to disagree, because I think there's some really bad ideas out there that we shouldn't be agreeing with. Mm -hmm. I I don't think we should just accept it like, oh, okay, go ahead. And you, you believe that the earth is flat or you believe, Mm -hmm. I don't know, uh, the gay people shouldn't get married Mm -hmm. that should have been settled. That's done. Mm Um, So I don't believe that we should be letting just, oh, okay, go ahead. And you, you have your opinion and I'll have mine because there's some really bad opinions. So I I feel like it's got to be, it's got, well, and it is, I mean, morally, and as we move forward, we're going to see that, but they, you know, there are people that believe firmly in what they believe too. So I think there's got to be more understanding why they got there and more, more conversation, not less. Mm. That's true. And it's got to be. You can't have a conversation where you influence someone who has no idea what you're talking about. So mm-hmm. it takes more. It's, everybody needs to, again, for me, I think the solution is to turn off the television, start studying history, some little, a little bit of philosophy. I know Kimber's like, yeah, right. That's going to happen. Like okay. That's so, really gonna okay happen. <laughs> so for th- this Thanksgiving, yeah, don't talk about politics. And I hate saying that, but if you want to get I feel like if you want to get along with your family, um, I don't know.
0: I mean. I think I'm going to practice talking about politics, but bringing it up in a very diplomatic way as I do. (laughs) Just with the people I'm thinking of that I'm going to have dinner with, because uh, uh, we never do, you know? So uh, I think uh, I might broach the subject and see they'll be my guinea pigs.
1: Okay, and then we'll do a podcast how how it goes if you come back with a black eye (laughs) (laughs) then we know oh that wasn't such a good idea (laughs) yeah I
0: know I know it's just because I'm one of those funny people though that I do have friends from all political uh walks of life and I managed to uh to to you know play amongst them as they say so uh but I still am not fully confident to you know bring up certain topics because they're just too volatile right right now so
1: well i think it's easy to play among people when you don't get deep into the conversation but with if you really like i said i have a hard time letting things go and just telling someone yeah you agree to disagree right um when no your thought your ideas are dangerous your
0: ideas well, are. That's true. If a dang- uh, if an idea was too dangerous, I know I would have to jump in because there's certain yeah. rights that can't be taken away.
1: It's like you know, for for you know, we we've learned to don't discuss religion, don't discuss politics, and don't discuss money because it's not polite mm. because it causes conflict. Mm. But are you going to stand there while somebody's beating a little kid and let him beat him black and blue until the kid's bleeding? I mean, I can't do that. I definitely think we should talk about, I know that's that
0: old, uh, I don't know what you call it, a thing that your parents used to say, don't talk about politics and don't talk about religion, but I don't think that's true. They say it's impolite, right? Yeah. Uh, I don't think that's true because from the little time that I spent in Europe, Europeans are much better about talking about politics and religion, and they don't end up getting in big old fights, and you can talk about it in conversation, just having coffee with somebody. And, uh, I think Americans, we get a little bit too, uh, that that's the wrong way of thinking. You know, I think the more well, we talk about it, we'll learn about, be able to talk about it better instead of going. It's, it's,
1: that's yeah. It's new you know? for us. I think mm-hmm, because we mm-hmm. went so long without discussing it. I mm-hmm. remember at one point I, I remember, I remember getting on Facebook and I, uh, you know, maybe 10 years ago I started going, reading people's, what they were believing. And I was like, mm-hmm. You believe that? Oh my gosh. Or you think that? And even now, like I'm always appalled. I'm like, I thought everybody thought the way I thought I thought we were all raised the same way to have the same principles and values and beliefs. And, um, and some people we disagree on the weight I have, you know, I, I'm proud to say that I'm liberal progressive. Um, You know, I care about people. I want everybody to have a fair chance in life. I'm not a communist, Um, but I believe in some socialism. You know, I had a conversation with a friend the other day who's so against socialism. I said, are you against free education? Yes. Well, we went to a high school together and it was free. So that's socialism. So there's, you know, there's just ignorance. There's people just don't even know what it is or the meaning of it. And they're scared of it. Um, so I. Because for so long
0: in our country, we, we put such a bad word against communism and now we're trying to. equate Yeah. And they're trying to equate socialism with communism when it's not the same thing. And We
1: have little bits of it already, as you know. And uh, well, and here's so. another thing that I always think about: we're all we're all very different. Some, you know, uh, one of my friends recently said to me, "Kels, you're so ambitious." I don't think he used that word, but he said, "If you had five, $5 million dollars in the bank, you'd still be doing a million things, you're just always on the go and always coming up with ideas and plotting and planning." And um, I said yeah, that's how I am. I just like to do things. And then there's other people that they say, well, if you give them a thousand dollars a month, they're not going to do anything. And they might not. And what's wrong with that? Or some people like to live in the big city. Some people like to live in a small town. Sure. Some people want to, you know, they choose to stay single and not have kids. Some people want to get married and have kids and think, how could you not get married and have kids? Some people want a dog. Some people want a cat. We are all so different. So why can't we come together in a society that provides that lifestyle? Why do we all, why does it have to be the same for everyone? Why can't, what is are the same? Are you saying live and let me? live? <laughs> well, live and let live, but also provide the opportunity for people right. to live and let sure. live. Um, you know, you and I were talking on the phone the other day about people that are born poor, mm. um, you know, very, very, very poor. And a lot of them, like the chances of them getting out of that and people, there's always somebody that did and somebody made it on their own and somebody, you know, succeeded. You know, they, a lot of times they'll bring up Steve Jobs. He came from a wealthy family. Bill Gates came from a wealthy family. Mark Zuckerberg came from a wealthy family. I don't think, I don't believe for one minute they would be in the position they're in if they hadn't had support from their family. Steve Jobs probably lived, from what I gather, he lived at home with his parents. He didn't have to worry about rent and food. He was tinkering in the garage, working on the Apple computer with Steve Wozniak. So- and what all well, those three they, had in common was they were
0: allowed to, whether their parents paid for it or whomever, they got a really good education, they, you know? They got was, a good
1: education and they were given, but they all dropped out of college. I right. don't think Mark Zuckerberg did, but uh, Steve Jobs and Bill Gates both dropped out of college. But they went uh, like
0: three years to Harvard. So they probably got like Well, they got education. the best about
1: everything. Right. They had the best opportunity. Um, and they were, were able to live up to their potential. And mm-hmm. sometimes I think how many kids that were born really poor. And what I was saying to you the other day, I I was saying a lot of people that are, are grasping onto like the flag, like, like that's their symbol. That's their, 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 um, their validation Validation. that makes them, you know, because, you know, the tribal thing or whatever, because they, I, you know, I'm a patriot because I believe in a flag and how dare somebody kneel before the flag, you know, then you got to stand at attention. And, um, so it gives them value to their life when maybe they would wouldn't have any other feeling of value and I'm not saying that everybody that's patriot patriotic because I'm incredibly patriotic uh, feels that way but I think a lot of people do and they're looking for something and I think on both sides On, on the other side you know on the liberal side there's people that are they're just joining the group and uh they're saying they're posting things on social media that they think will make people think that they're good a good person but they don't really have they're not willing to do anything about it they're not willing to put their self on the line and have a discussion about it or do any research it's just like oh yeah I believe in a woman's right to choose because it's good and it's the right thing but you know why do you believe that how much have you researched you, you know do you know the statistics of what would happen if we over, you know, overthrew Roe versus Wade, um, mm-hmm. like really know and own it. Mm-hmm. So I feel like on both sides, people are just trying to be good, trying to mm-hmm. put the appearance forth of being a good person without really living, living it and talk, being able to talk about it.
0: I mean, you got to walk the walk. If you're going to talk the talk or you're going to talk yeah. the talk, if you're going to walk the walk. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I always <laughs> get those things wrong. <laughs> Something um, like that. And you know, we're all trying to do the best we can, but it's just, uh, we got to do better. We can not do better. Sound, not to sound like an Oprah thing, but we're gonna do better, folks. <laughs> yep, we can do better. When you know better, you do better. That is yeah. an Oprah
1: thing. Right. Um, so.
0: But uh, anyway, so. so I think we can wrap this up by saying that uh, we're going to try to do better.
1: There we go. Maybe? And uh, what I would say is turn off the TV. All That's right. my my uh, take on this. I would say you can talk about politics
0: and religion, but uh gently. I don't know. Um I'm going to try.
1: Okay, you let us know after Thanksgiving how it goes. I have yeah. the feeling that your family is a pretty civilized group, though. I think you they're guys are very civilized. They're very civilized. Very nice family.
0: Oh, I don't know about that, but <laughs> 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 well, in case they're listening, yes, they are. Yes. All right. Well, everybody, have a wonderful day. And um, so let's just try. Uh,
1: yeah, let's finish with saying, you know, if you if you didn't get what you want from the election, <clears throat> there's going to be another one in four more years i mean yeah, we're gonna go true. through this again and again and again and so you'll have your chance um in the meantime do the work that you need to do and try to make a difference in locally even you know the the political uh, climate locally so it's not you know because you might have not gotten your way presidentially this time in the race um there's always the next time and there are so many other things that we can be focused on in the meantime to make a difference
0: yeah and um you know Joe Biden said something that I thought was interesting. He said that our democracy has been the envy of the world, and I thought, in the big scheme of things, it's true. I mean, generally speaking, yeah. we've had a very um, peaceful transition. Yeah, and I thought that was kind of a neat thing to say. But, um, you know, like Kelly said, if you didn't, if the person that you voted for didn't win, there's going to be another election. We'll just try to, you know,
1: yeah, drive this to- isn't the end of the world. Yeah, we we've lived through worse. Let's not make it worse this time. Let's just um, accept accept what it is that we can't change. And what is that? Accept what the Serenity Prayer. I can't remember what it is, but um,
0: I know what you're saying. What
1: you can't change, because right now there's things. God grant me the
0: serenity to train to change this. What I can accept, what I can't change. Accept what I
1: cannot change into. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Don't fight with your friends.
0: but uh can't we all can, get along i was just gonna say that right the good old <laughs> rodney king can't we just all get along yeah. <laughs> but he yeah. didn't say it in that oklahoma accent so. <laughs> <Yeah>. anyway <laughs> all <laughs> all right. until we meet again until the next see you time soon. yeah and we'll see uh you soon. keep keep on smiling yeah okay bye, okay. bye.